Hey everybody, I think you're really going to enjoy the show today as we talk about diet and nutrition. We have a licensed dietitian on the show and she explains a lot around the whole idea of nutrition and diet and how that not only affects our body, but it affects our mental health. So stay tuned, we've got a great episode ahead. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jaywalking Podcast. Um, of course, I'm your host, Jay. We got a cool one today. I know I say that all the time, but it's uh, last week we talked about body image, and the thing we're going to talk about today, which is going to be interesting, can play with that. What I really, what we're really going to talk about a lot uh, through this is some of the mental health aspects of it, like how um, taking care of your body, and that includes nutrition and dieting. And with that, we're going to bring in the expert today, right? So it is Thanksgiving. I want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving out there. And um, my family member, my cousin, actually, is a dietitian, a nutritionist, right? That's right. Her name is Amanda Settle. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and so with her expertise um, around uh, dieting and uh, guest food, and I mean, there's probably a lot more to it, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to dive into all that. I think it's going to be really cool. Um, so she's she's kind of the know-it-all with that. She has a website, and it the website, again, is... It is www.becomenutritionwise.com. Awesome, awesome. And you can go on there and, and just explore that yourself. And from listening to her today, I'm sure you'll be extremely interested because what they do is not only they can like provide you with meal plans and just like a plan for in terms of like getting healthier, I'm assuming, and mm-hmm. some of the foods that you can substitute. And I mean, just to like, it's a healthier overall like lifestyle, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we've got online courses. We have one-on-one counseling that can be done virtually or in person. Oh, we nice. have lots of, yes. So you can counsel one-on-one with them if it's like, I mean, for example, when someone reaches out to you, what does that look like? Are they? Initially, we can do kind of a 15-minute discovery call. So that's something that we offer for free just to make sure that we're a right fit for that person. So okay. that may, you know, because we may or may not be a good fit yeah. for for that person because everything is on a very individual basis. Right. Yeah. So, and then from there, then we do um, like an hour initial consult and then some 30-minute follow-up visits. Oh, wow. So, and yeah. it can be, yeah, like I said, we can do it virtually, in person. It sounds like it's person-centered therapy in a way. Definitely. You know? So... With this nutrition, and so first off, what is a dietitian? Let's just get to the base because, like, people like myself, yeah, I don't have a you know, like, what I think of when I think of a dietitian is someone who teaches you how to eat healthy. That's just what goes on in my head. That, well, that's in a nutshell, that's exactly what we do. Okay, so but we differ from a kind of nutritionist or a nutrition coach or like a wellness coach in that we have to have at least a four year college degree. We have over a thousand hours of supervised clinical practice. We have to take a national board exam and we are regulated on a national level and by the state where we practice. So like I am a registered dietitian. I am a licensed dietitian. It's a real deal. Yeah. So there's a degree behind this. Yes. You know, this is not like you go online and find a class and take an exam and you're a dietitian. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like the real, you, you, 
study this stuff. Yeah, we're right? very protective of our, cred- yeah, our credentials. I, yeah, hey, I would be too. You know, you put a lot of money and stuff into that. In time, all yeah. time. <laughs> so with that being said, what made you want to get into this field? I'm going to call it a field because it sounds like it's got a big, broad range of things. Yes, and there's, yeah, there's a lot that goes into our field too. Yeah. But yeah, so what got me interested in it was growing up, I was a ballet dancer. And so from a very young age, you're, it's kind of ingrained in you that you kind of have to stay a certain weight. And so you kind of become, you know, very, that nutrition becomes a huge part of your life because mm. you have to have adequate energy to perform, but not to gain weight. So that's kind of a two part, kind of a two part thing. So yeah. you do, I mean, nutrition is, is a huge part of being, being a ballet dancer. So, um, so I knew initially I wanted to become a ballet dancer. That was kind of my first career goal. Yeah, sure. And then, um, I was a trainee with Tulsa ballet for four years in high school. And, um, I realized that it's, it's a, it's a rough, it's kind of a tough, it's a tough life for not a lot of money. And, um, and it was fun and I always wanted, wanted it to be fun. So, um, but through that I developed a passion for nutrition. So I thought, you know what, I think that that is my calling. And so I pursued a a career in nutrition Nutrition. instead. So yeah, I went to university of Oklahoma. Boomer soon. Yeah. I was going to (laughs) say, We'll leave you that out to you. <laughs> you know I'm going to throw that in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> of course you are. You know, I knew you'd fit that in somewhere somehow. Yeah, but, heck yeah. Well, hey, I can't hate on that either because you're in the Big 12 Championship this year again. So, yeah, you know. Yes. But you've been a boomer. You know, you've been a fan from the very beginning. It's not like, you know, I mean, uh, for as long as I can remember. I mean, we still speak, so I think yeah, we're good. Yeah, I think we're all right. <laughs> I'm still invited to Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, you're still <laughs> – everything's still okay on this end. Well, that, that's cool. Um I, I didn't I would I didn't know that I didn't know how ballet had you know intertwined with that and to think about even the professionalism of ballet and and those kind of things and that it's it, like it seems like people are competing like crazily over that and it's, they put so much energy and time into it like it's their life right it, oh yeah. yeah I mean it, it's it's very I mean it's very time consuming it's definitely competitive just and just like any uh, just like any sport yeah you know yeah, there's right. not a lot of spots no for you got to be the best ex- yeah top you yes. know that's that's very very interesting so four years went to school four years went to for school for, yes and in and during this time um did you was there somebody who like piqued interest for what you wanted to do with this in terms of maybe you know with what you're doing now was or did this develop over time or was this something that you learned through your courses well and actually when i was still in high school um through my high school we did what was called mini mester and it was for one month in january and you could either shadow a you know somebody that maybe you were interested in that career path or you could do some sort of like community service and so i shadowed a registered dietitian who was in private practice and I was like, oh yeah, like this is this is what I want to do with my life. So it. I was very fortunate in that going into college, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I had a game plan, and yeah. I was in out in four years. My dad was ecstatic. So. <laughs> of course he was. The so pocketbooks yeah. saved money. There. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So you you could just hit the ground running with hit, it. Oh yeah. Versus you know a lot of us out there, it's just like fail and go back and forth and go back and forth and then you know. So it's good to know what you you know 
what you wanted to do and you went out and attacked it. So yeah. I didn't, so you can have a private practice with being a nutritionist. Yes, or dietitian. There's so many different things you can do. You That's can, insane. you can do like the food service side of things where like you run the whole like food service side of a hospital. You can do clinical where you work in the, like as a dietitian in the hospital, right. you can do private practice. You can do long-term care, home health. I mean, there's, it's just, it's very, there's so many different things you can do. So it's a field where you can kind of change positions. I mean, I've done a little bit of everything and mm-hmm. that's what keeps it so interesting. It's never, you know, yeah. there's just so many different things you can do. I think it's awesome. I think, um, I think people need to be more educated to know that there's this, you know, all these opportunities for it out here mm-hmm. and you can use it for, you know, a lot of different things. What do a lot of the, um, you know, your customers look like when they come in? Like, what is that first initial thing typically? Is, is it mostly someone comes in and they're saying, Hey, uh, I don't like my unhealthy lifestyle or, you know, within my diet, I want to lose weight. Like, what do you see a lot of? Yeah. So I, I always kind of joke that like nobody comes to me when they're healthy, you know, so yeah, I'm oh, always, seeing, right, right. usually I'm kind of seeing people when I don't want to say that they're at their worst, mm. but it's usually to a point where they have recently been, been diagnosed with like a chronic illness or maybe even acute illness um, or something's medically there it's it's kind of made a turn for the worse and so it's kind of like usually i'm seeing people when it's like they're just kind of grasping at straws and they're just saying okay you know what i'm tired of feeling this way or i know i've got to make a change this cannot go on and that's usually when people finally are like okay fine (laughs) i guess i'll make some changes (laughs) (laughs) they finally become and i'm like it's okay we're just gonna make some small changes like don't don't worry we're just gonna make some you know small we're gonna tweak some things here and there and and you know and, and work on this so. yeah do you like sit them down and look at their diet like you're like hey currently what are we doing you know like for food wise right? yeah so um so my business partner Lindsay, she and i take a very holistic approach to what oh, we yeah. do so sure. we're very interested in like the functional nutrition side of things so we're looking at the whole person so absolutely we're looking at their current diet their medications but we're also looking at things like their sleep patterns mm of course, their bowel patterns, Um, just, you know, what they do for exercise, what they do for fun, what stresses that they have in their life. I mean, we're kind of looking at the whole big picture because we're trying to find the root cause of what's going on and not just trying to put a bandaid over yeah. one, one little symptom. Yes. So it's not just like, Hey, change this food in here and you're good. You're right. Right. There's it's no, like, there is no magic pill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> and and the, the, you know, the sad thing is everybody's still searching for that magic. Pill. Uh-huh. Well, it's and like, what, what happens with those magic pills is that you get on one medication and then you get on another medication yeah. and then you start having side effects from all these medications. Yeah. And then you're trying to treat, symptom you know the symptoms of the side of what, what yeah you're so far from where you began <laughs> yeah and it's just it's snowballs i i was looking at i did a, i was looking at studies um last week because i did a, like i was saying i did a presentation on body image in class too and then just from people dieting trying to change like their shape and their their nutrition or whatnot it's led to like extreme like su- suicidal thoughts depression anxiety um mm-hmm. stresses within their relationship so like and I mean, this, and this is good to talk about because there is a mental health side of with nutrition and how it can affect you positively or negatively. Oh, and I mean, definitely. like, right. When I mean, when you, mm-hmm. when you agree, I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just like, and then over time, um, you can even like some, for me, for example, sometimes I work out a little bit too much, you know, I get caught up in that. And I think like, even with dieting, eventually you would th- say, or, you know, getting your nutrition right that your body was going to make some changes, mm-hmm. you know, and that's good. But can you like get wrapped up in that too mentally? 
you know, to like, oh, this, I'm, I'm, I love the change. Now I'm kind of like addicted to this. And like, I have, like you were saying earlier, I've created a whole nother monster. That, and that, and that's possible. But the good thing about, like you said, with exercising is that when you add that exercise component in with eating healthy, your mood improves. Yeah. Like a lot of things tend to improve when you have both of those components too. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you sit down with somebody, um, do you, and I keep saying when you sit down with somebody, I'm just interested in, in these meetings. Do you say like, hey, you know, I'd like to work with you for a certain amount of time? Is there a time frame or is it like, you know, because it's not like, hey, we can accomplish everything in one sitting. I'm going to give you like not the magic pill, but this like, you know, manual for direction and you follow it and you're good. Exactly. You know? And that's why we, we encourage because we have like a package deal where you have a one hour initial consult and then three or four 30 minute follow ups because these when you're making big lifestyle changes, mm-hmm. it cannot be accomplished in one setting no you know i can't just you know word vomit and then expect and you get it yeah so it it really takes in and also not only are you then continuing to give information at all of those follow-up visits but you're also providing that person accountability and Mm. i have found um that that's one of the most that's the biggest component with being successful is for a lot of people is the accountability they need that person kind of checking in on them and you know being their cheerleader and yeah. providing information and providing support because sometimes, you know, people's families are not always supportive. Yeah. Um, maybe they're not totally on board with, you know, making these lifestyle changes. And so you're kind of that person that is their, their support and their information. And so that's where we really see a lot of success is yeah. when you have that follow-up yeah, component that accountability too. Accountability huge. Yes. And, and so like, you're also a coach in this. Like you Definitely. said, you're, you know, like you're encouraging these people mm-hmm. and, and you want them to be successful, of course. And then, like, you add the accountability on top of it because you need to be told sometimes, that, hey, this is where we're we're falling short and we got to, you know, fix this and change mm-hmm. these things. So mm-hmm. would, would you say that people, and I think this might be a no-brainer, but have more success the longer that they, you know, incorporate you guys into their lives with the nutrition side of things? Yep. Usually I, I have found, like, 10 to 12 weeks is usually kind of the magic number because it takes – it takes at least one to two months just to really establish those long-term healthy lifestyle habits. And then when you just kind of continue that, that's where we really see success. And that's when you also start to see significant changes in, um, in weight, Mm. in lab values and things like that. So it, these things don't happen overnight, you know, especially with things like weight gain, right? Those are, you know, diabetes. That didn't happen overnight. And you it know a lot a about diabetes time. too, right? Yes, yeah. I'm a certified diabetes educator as well. So that's a lot of what I see working with um, veterans. Right. Oh, that's where you so. do the VA stuff, Yes, right? so yes. Then. So I also work for Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, and so, yeah, di- diabetes, uh, COPD, and cardiovascular disease are kind of my top three diagnoses that I see on a very, very regular basis. I, like <laughs> I, I see diabetes quite a bit, you know. It's. And it, and it seems like there's a lot of action required if you have diabetes. Yes. I'm not only like, do you mm-hmm. have to like watch everything, but it seems like a lot of times you hear them that they're wanting them to exercise more and mm-hmm. move more, but it's like, it's com- kind of complex, right? It, it can be. Honestly, it's actually pretty simple. Oh, if it? you okay. move your body and you feed your body healthy things, yeah. then the you're going to be a healthy person. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, yes, it can get more complicated than that when we t- start talking about like medications, insulin, things like that. But in general, move your body. Yeah. Move. Fuel your body with healthy things. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, the positive things come out of that. Yes. What it, is it like, um, 
in terms of self-esteem with with this do you think that's affected and and how like definitely experience what have you seen honestly it can kind of go either way because for i would say for the majority of people when they when they especially because along with diabetes and all, and all these other diagnoses, a lot of times that there has been some significant weight gain. Mm. So when people start to lose weight, they start to feel better. They have more energy um, and they're happy. Their mood is better. Um, so their self-esteem goes up. Yeah. But for people, who, especially those who are obese or severe, or like morbidly obese, when they lose a lot of weight and have some of that extra skin, skin things. Um, and so sometimes the self-esteem factor can kind of go the other yeah, way. You get insecure about things, yes, right? That's like, yes. then body image comes into the picture mm-hmm. even more. So yeah, I think it's like, do you think that even with that, you have to really focus on the strengths though, right? Like the progress that they've made in the areas to keep them like, there's part of your coaching right there. Yes. Like, and you, I, we have to point out the health fact, you know, like your risk factors and, yeah. you know, as far as health, you know, those have significantly improved. Yeah. So, um, but with the VA, the, the great thing about that is that it's an all encompassing thing. So with, in the same building, you have primary care doctor, you oh, have yeah. dietitian, you have a social worker, you have mental health services. And so it's like a one-stop shop for veterans. Yeah. And so, but that's a very, that's very unique to the VA. So we're very fortunate in that where if someone is having some self-esteem issues, I can refer them then to the mental health, you know, we have counselors. And so that makes that part much simpler than on the outside. Do you think we're seeing like some improvement within the VA system? Like just of like in our veterans, um, in terms of providing care and resources for those guys? Yes. Yeah. Mental health services has increased incredibly, at least within the, you know, even just the VA system that I, that I work in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, the guys that I'm working with are becoming, you know, um, counselors within uh, substance abuse and it's interesting because one of the guys I work with he uh, is he was in the Marines for eight years in heavy combat and came back and of course like you know they diagnosed you with PTSD right Mm -hmm. off the bat Um, he's very self-conscious of his body um, muscle dysmorphia you would say Mm -hmm. things have to be a certain way Um, his nutrition is based upon like fasting and stuff like and I want to get into that do you what do you think about fasting well but first like it's just his whole image of the VA. He wants to specifically help people who are veterans have come back from mm-hmm. combat, and it's just it's sad. There's a lot of things in terms of their mental health that's happened, and through the mental health struggles, they let their bodies go, mm-hmm. um, and then they suffer from all kinds of different you know different health issues, and they get kind of like you know these guys who used to be in you know phenomenal shape are just not only like spiritually sick, but they're physically sick and have gained so much weight, and they feel like they're so far behind that it's like. There's no point anymore, but mm-hmm. it's, so it's cool to hear that, you know, people like yourself, dietitians are involved around that mm-hmm. and, you know, to, to provide a service that can help some yeah. of these guys. Well, and, and exactly what you said, it's kind of that domino effect of, you know, you know, they come back and they get depressed, um, you know, their nutrition's not great. So then the nutrition deficiencies can cause depression you know it's just it's kind of that vicious cycle Mm -hmm. and so that's where nutrition really kind of plays a role in mental health yeah so it's it kind of it's all it's all related to the gut too when we when we can get our gut health right surprisingly that improves our brain health as well so and and that even makes more sense with like the importance of sitting down with somebody i think and getting to know that person a little bit Mm -hmm. like you you talk about a consultation or like even creating rapport 
with that person because it's so individual based like you talked about yes. it's not a one shoe fits all mm-hmm. uh, situation and we all come from different things like you know a lot of uh, uh, you know mental health and things can be brought down or like you know made smaller to a certain certain thing like fear or so you know like wrapped around some kind of something that's very similar i would say but again everybody's circumstances are different and they mm-hmm. experience their experiences are a lot different and it's probably the same thing within how they can grow within their you know nutrition right. as well and their resources are different too mm-hmm. yeah so that's Absolutely. that's a hu- that's a whole other yeah. whole other animal too <laughs> yeah so what do you feel what are your thoughts on dieting like currently with people that let's just say that don't are I mean we can say ignorant yeah I mean it's mm-hmm. the correct word well there's a lot of misinformation out there so that's what it's, I'm saying. you know <laughs> what do you think what are people doing wrong so much of versus like you know information that you guys have the crash diets those fad diets the crash diets we do a lot of um we in fact Lindsay and I have recently had um a couple of people who have ended up in the emergency room because they were following these fad diets where you're eliminating an entire food group or more than one food group and you become you have those nutrition deficiencies your body can't function properly eventually it's going to kind of start to shut down so that's one thing and that and that was kind of our passion with creating this business in the first place was that we had so many people coming to us on an individual basis our friends our family you know hey what do you think about this or i'm really struggling with this especially being moms young moms you know how do i lose my baby weight or i can't get my toddler to eat you know so it was just kind of like okay we need to create a platform (laughs) where we can really help a lot of people so that's kind of how this whole thing even got started um was just kind of we were tired of all the all the fad diets and misinformation out there and like hey let's create a safe space let's create a platform where we're providing evidence-based scientific you know information yeah and not just some the latest and greatest fad diet right 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 (laughs) it seems like there's like it can be even like unhealthy within like the fasting part of stuff i don't you know i i I don't know. I just think, like you're saying, if you deprive yourself of a certain food group, I mean, there's it can only go one way, right? It's just right. like you're, you're made to have these things put in your body for a, for a reason, mm-hmm. um, and it's like moderation versus you know other things. I think. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. There's definitely a balance. Um, yeah, moderation, a balance. balance, and even like you said with the fasting. Again, that's a, on a very individual basis. There's no blanket. Oh yeah, you should fast from this time to this time and for this many hours and every yeah. other. You know, there's really not. It's not a one size fits all right. because it depends on your body type, your activity yeah. level. I mean, there's so many different factors. Yeah, they people are. You know, the other day someone was like, "Yeah, I do the." Um, eight, eight, six, or eight, twelve, ten, something. I'm like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Here? And, and, you know, it's like, oh no, these are times when we fast. And I'm like, wait, what? And then again, like in the back of my head, my judgment self, just being honest here, is like, whatever you're doing, it's not working. And I know that's messed up, you know, but I'm like, obviously, like it's not healthy for you. Like mm-hmm. if it was, then we'd be having a different. I'd be like very interested. But from the way things are looking, I'm not interested in this whole fasting thing. Um, yeah. But so let's look at this. I love food. Um, I do. Like I, I, I do mean, too. I majored in it. Yeah. See. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I love the taste of food. Um, I think people have this stigma around that to be healthy and to have you know have nutrition in your life that you can't eat good tasting things. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, you know? That's why people avoid us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, maybe. I don't want to be told what to eat. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, when I think of you know a dietitian, I think of greens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this is kind of like stuff like that. Yep. But do you think that that's wrong, right? Do you 
Yeah. Like I, there's definitely, there's some balance. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I ate cake today. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, but I don't eat that every day. So right. like I, normally, yes, I eat a, a pretty healthy diet and I exercise, but then I don't have to feel guilty when I want to splurge on Thanksgiving or for a holiday right. or a birthday. Right. You know, that's what, you know, cause you, you got to live. Absolutely. <laughs> but, no, you do. But you gotta, you, you know, eat to out. live, don't live to eat yeah, kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, there's gotta be that healthy balance. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that because I can only imagine going through life and having to eat like, like I meal prep, for -hmm. example. Um, and I don't do it all the time, but I do it to where I I meal prep for like, I don't know, I'll probably make 10 meals at once. And then I just kind of put them throughout my day. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, I try to cook a lot at home versus going out and eating. I think that's probably a big thing that we see is fast food, you know, but like even my meal prep, I struggle with creating something that tastes good. It's pretty bland. Like, for example, here's a meal prep for me. I will cook um, ground beef or turkey. Um, what do you call it? Turkey meat, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hamburger meat. You kind of yeah, think. Yeah, like you know, ground turkey. Yeah. Ground turkey. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was looking for. That word. <laughs> ground turkey. Um, and I'll make uh, white rice with it and then a green like a vegetable and put mm-hmm. that together. And that's it. That's what it looks like. So it's like yeah. a cup and a half of rice. Um, probably the same thing with the uh, whatever the meat that I'm using. and mm-hmm. But it it gets very tired, you know, over time. Is Mm -hmm. it like, so in terms of meal prepping, when you like from your expertise, what is, what do you suggest? Is it like changing things up or is it? So glad you asked JT. (laughs) (laughs) Cause we just released a course. Oh really? On, um, it's called mealtime made simple. Okay. And it's a mini kind of course webinar that walks you through meal prepping and different strategies that you can use to meal prep because everybody's schedule looks different. You may have kids, you may not have kids, you know, but we're all busy people Yeah. and trying to fit that meal prep in can be a challenge. Absolutely. So, um, you know, you can do it all in one day, you can break it up into different days. Um, but we've also included a recipe pack in there that has different recipes for like breakfast, Um, lunch, dinner, snacks, things like that. And some of it can be things that you can batch cook. So make ahead of time and freeze for later or make a lot of and have leftovers. So we, yeah. So, cause we know like that's been a big struggle, not just for, not just for us. I mean, we're both busy working moms. Like we get, (laughs) we're there, we're living it. You're right in the middle of it. So, so that, that was kind of the, the purpose of that course again, because that's kind of what our friends were asking for. Like I need some recipes that don't take, you know, an hour and a half to make, or that I can have leftovers or that, you know, things that, that kids will eat too. So those are all also kid, kid tested. Yeah. I was about to ask that. I was about to go there. They're all simple. They're pretty quick, easy to make and they're kid friendly so yeah. everybody the whole family can that, that's what you would think a lot of people think about is i want to go to the kitchen i don't want to spend an hour and a half in the kitchen at night i mean like i come home right and exhausted maybe from work mm-hmm. and do t- you know you take care of your children what that looks like it could be practice and you, you know you don't have too much time you want to be able to like have a little self-care in there right and so like i think that time thing is is huge that you're not in the kitchen for an hour and a half cooking a meal uh-huh. um and so you're saying there's there's, there's other, there's a bunch of different things that you can do in terms of, you know, with recipes that limit that time that are good meals and healthy right, meals. Right. And even just kind of, I mean, it really just sets you up for success for the whole week. And that way you have some healthier foods on hand. So that even if, even if you don't cook that night and you had planned to, yeah. you've got some stuff on hand that right. is not just like, well, I guess I'll just drive you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's food. It's convenient. Screw it. Yeah. And it's funny how, like, you know, we say that and then we laugh, but that is so real. Like, it is yeah. like you see something, it's like, well, yeah. 
we're just gonna do this tonight. You know, mm-hmm. Taco Bell sounds really good, mm-hmm. and it's cheap. It's conven- like it's just the convenience of it, like what what we do for convenience, right? Right. But right. it's so unhealthy. And, and no, here's something that I've noticed too is when I do eat really healthy, and then I do, I say I add something like Taco Bell. It's a good one because there's a Taco Bell literally <laughs> by where I live, and so it's like I pass by it every day to go home, and it's so like I know what the number five is, you know, yeah. it's a steak burrito, whatever. <laughs> but but uh, it's just. It, not like I saying it's convenient, but then again, whenever I eat healthy and then I eat something like that, I feel it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel unhealthy. It, it doesn't sit right with me, mm-hmm. you know, and you think, is that from the body just having, being used to? Well, and with those processed foods, there's a lot of additives in there mm. and our bodies don't break those down as easily as it does just good, clean food. Our bodies know what to do with all those nutrients. Yeah. But when it comes to some of these processed foods, our body is like, what the heck are you giving yeah. me? It's like so you do, you feel that. You feel like kind of sluggish, yeah, you lethargic. know, upset stomach, yeah. all those things. But, you know, but you, you bring up a good point though. You know, there's a difference in running through Taco Bell once a week, couple times a month yeah. versus every, every day. day. So when that's Multiple not your staple, yeah. I mean, like you said, and yeah, I've, and I've had several people like come and just say, man, since I've been eating healthier when I do eat, you know, X, Y, or Z, I feel awful. Yeah. And so that almost makes it easier to continue to eat healthy when you know what the repercussions yeah, you know what gonna gonna be. Gonna right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, and that, that's the thing it's, uh, and I was, you know, here going along with that, here's another thing I hear from people all the time is like, I want to eat healthy, but eating healthy is so expensive. It's expensive to eat healthy, you know? It can what are your be. thoughts on that? But on the other hand, so like with our like recipe pack and everything, we have created a grocery list. So if you're just kind of sticking to your list and just getting what you need for that week or two weeks, however you do your shopping, and you're, you have some staples on hand, I mean, really you're going to save money in the long run because you're not eating out all the time. Yeah. So that's expensive. Right. I mean, very expensive. And you can eat grocery stores have sales on things. So you could say, well, Hey, you know what? Beef's on sale this week. So let's get more beef than maybe what we normally would. Cause yeah. you know, beef is more expensive than pork. Yeah. So it just, you can be smart about your shopping too. When you're, when you're buying those healthy foods. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, and really it's like, you know, Lindsay and I were talking, it's like, you know, how much money do you pay to go get a massage or, you know, that's at least a hundred. So yeah. So when you think about spending money on your, you know, healthy foods or to see a dietitian, like you're going to improve your health in the long run. And our health is one of the most important things that we have, because Mm -hmm. if you're not a healthy person, typically, I mean, your quality of life's not going to be as great. Yeah. So you're investing in your health. So you kind of have to look at it that way as well. It's kind of like the long game too with Mm -hmm. it. Um, you can look down the road. I mean, like if you start having health issues, then, of course, like the doctor bills are going to go up right. as well. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, there's just all kinds of other things that come into play. So if you can take your mind off of just like the price of the food and look to where the benefits are from actually, you know, making your food and eating healthy in the long run, then of course it does make sense saving money. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And that's why our healthcare system is starting to spend more money on preventative services, mm. you know, because they're finding that, well, if we can prevent some of these things, right. then we're going to save money on, you know, hospitalizations, medications, all of those things in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. That so. make, yeah that, I mean, that makes perfect sense. It's just like mm-hmm. we, we're, it's so easy for us to think of the here and the now, mm-hmm. you know, and we're very like, we're those people that, you know, humans in general want things just like this, uh-huh. you know, and I think, you know, from listening to you so far, it's like, this is a process mm-hmm. in itself. 
And it's like, once you start this, you need to be committed to the process of it and kind of follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you might learn a lot about your own yourself through the process. Like, oh, because it's, you know, it's not just about the physical things of this, you know, it's oh, like you're right. internally, like you're, you know, there's a lot of things that can be going on. Uh-huh. And it seems like even from getting healthy within, you know, diet and nutrition that you can start to maybe even uncover some of that stuff to work on yourself at a deeper level. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, when we're looking at, you know, like I kind of touched on the nutrition deficiencies earlier, you know, when we're not getting adequate, um, you know, complex carbohydrates, amino acids, those kinds of things, um, our neurotransmitters are not, you know, we're, we're decreasing neurotransmitters. Well, when that happens, you know, when your dopamine and serotonin levels are off, what happens? Yeah. You know, you, all of those depressed. depression, anxiety, fatigue, all of those things. And so good nutrition is vital when yeah. we're talking about mental health or recovery, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, it absolutely plays a huge role in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes, you know, it makes perfect sense. So mm-hmm. like in recovery, even like, so I'm thinking of like substance abuse and how this applies to, um, there are some recovery centers and I'm, I know I'm kind of going off from, but it, it lines right up mm-hmm. with it. Recovery centers are starting to implement nutritionists in a way. Um, That's like, awesome. It's like there's one way to present it. You know, I think there's probably some work to be done to where because it is interesting talking to mm-hmm. you. It's like versus like, hey, here's the pyramid yeah. <laughs> of the food scale. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, I'm off. I'm turned off right at this point. But I, I, I'm at a point in my life where it's like very interesting what I'm putting in my body and like how it's almost. Um, it's almost a hobby in itself mm-hmm. to compete with yourself on that. Like, this is healthy, this is not. Like, this is what I can plan for, you know. And for me, with someone who struggled with uh, substance abuse, I, I completely, like, ran my body into the ground, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. like someone coming in and just, like, being completely depleted. And I needed some nutrients and all kinds of stuff, right. And so where I'm going with this is, is not all the time are you having people come in that need to lose weight, right? Right. Maybe you That's have actually really minimum of what I do. Oh, really? Is I mean, people sometimes, that are malnutrition, malnutrition, whatever. So, sometimes, yes. But like I said, it's a lot of like diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Um, we're starting to see a lot more autoimmune issues. Mm. So there's a lot more kind of complex things, but it's usually not just one thing. Right. You know, it's usually an obesity kind of you know, comes into play with all of that too. So we're, we're usually not just tackling one issue. It's usually kind of a whole gamut of, yeah. <laughs> of things yeah. going on. But like I said, when you get that good nutrition and physical activity and you get those two components and you start to develop those healthy lifestyle changes, it all, like everything improves, yeah. not just the one thing. So it's, it's amazing to see people's lives change. Is it like working out where you latch on? Like, you know, if, if you work out for like two weeks straight, you start to get like, I, I like this. Mm-hmm. You start to, so let's say, you know, you start to implement this stuff for a while. You start to like it and yeah. you start to like, it becomes your lifestyle, becomes part of who you are mm-hmm. and you just practice it, you know, even like just subconsciously. Right. Well, in your life and it, you know, it goes back to how we feel. So, you know, Mm. that, you know, when we exercise, it releases those endorphins, you know, so So we get the, you know, it's, it's affecting the same pleasure centers in our brain that like the drugs would do. And same thing goes with food, you know? And so a lot of times with addiction, um, you know, people have a hard time deciphering between, um, hunger and cravings 
and, and drugs, you know, because it affects the same pleasure centers yeah, in the brain. So true. it's like, do I want, do I want, do I need carbs or do I need cocaine? You yeah, know, right, it's yeah, like, for real though. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's but that, it, seriously, it feeds the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so what you see too, you know, speaking on that in addiction is someone, you know, puts away the, the substances and they pick up the food. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's really hitting on the pleasure center, right? Right. And if, so what that says to me as someone who's like looking for like clinical errors is like, we have some deep stuff going on, right? So like yeah. that says we're trying to fix something and change the way that you feel because, you know, whatever's mm-hmm. coming up, you don't like it, right? Right. And food is taking care of that process right now for exactly. you. And there's negative consequences just like if you were to take a drug. Yes. You know, and so it's obviously this shows up in many ways in your life. It's just like a way to live, to be healthy, like I mean, in terms of everything, spirit, body, physicality, oh, yeah. it's, it, it just runs really deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so jumping on this, you're, you're a mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, two boys. Two crazy boys. Yeah, two, fun though, right? <laughs> no, they're, they're always doing cool stuff. <laughs> like the motorcycles. I'm just like, wow, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Did they, <laughs> they really enjoy thing. that, don't they? They love it. Yeah. They love it. That's that's makes me a little nervous, but does they, it? But they love it. They're good so. at it. You know, they've learned. Their dad was the ones like he start. He was like doing that stuff too, right? Yes. So. Well, yeah, and my father in law too. So it's oh. kind of it's, it's a it's very much a family activity. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, that's cool. They get to mm-hmm. bond over that stuff and share. That, that's really neat. Okay. So with that, when you're you know you're, you're this dietitian and, and nutrition, you come so you come home. Um, do you do a lot of meal prepping with them? Uh-huh. Like for the kiddos, is it good? Like. How do, how do they like this, you know? The sooner you can get the kids involved in the kitchen, mm. the better habits that you can instill in them. Yeah. So I absolutely find little jobs for the kids to do in the kitchen because, number one, they're learning how to cook. Number two, they're more willing to try new foods if they have helped prepare it. Wow, yeah. So, Makes you know, of sense. course, I mean, my oldest recently was like, Mom, why do you have to be a dietitian? Yeah. <laughs> he, was she, like, he said that, yeah. <laughs> Because, of course, you know, like, we eat really healthy, you know. And he was like, you know, I forgot what he wanted. But he was like, why do you have to be a dietitian? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? One day you're going to thank yeah, me. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you're going to yeah, look back and be like, man, I'm so glad my yeah. mom does this really healthy thing. <laughs> I just imagine maybe, maybe he's at school and his kids, you know, his friends got the Krispy Kreme. And he's like, no, I can't. My mom said, <laughs> you know, mom said it can't happen. I got to eat this. You know, I, these are like the stigma that goes in my head. Like, oh, I got to eat this celery stick instead. Yeah. But it's not that. You know, like, that's what I'm, I'm just, I am know I'm getting kind of off. But so you're saying, like, it's, it's very good to incorporate incorporate your kiddos into the kitchen to like sure so they can understand this is a this is fun and and there's something that and it does and it's it also is a good family activity so because my husband cooks as well and so a lot of times it's all of us in the kitchen so it's it's yeah so it's it's kind of a family activity you're getting the kids involved so they appreciate where the food came from how the food was repaired they'll actually try some more things because it was like oh that's cool like i help make that yeah so then sometimes they're a little bit more willing to try not always (laughs) they're a little bit more willing to to try some new foods i i had an experience with brussels sprouts on the other day with that i mean i was so again i'm like what is that Uh like i'm not eating that (laughs) and then for whatever reason you're talking i was helping Haley in the kitchen and we were having we were were just kind of cooking stuff and i so i tried one and i was like wow this is really really, good yeah yeah i like this so it's like you know i can create these like hard lines in my head where i think you know this is gonna be nasty or whatever so without even experience it to know that that's actually really good and it's good for you right yes adding some greens to your i struggle with putting greens in my so on top of that, putting greens, it's good in your in your diet, right? Yes. Well, to- and those cruciferous vegetables like the Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, those help with, so we have two 
um, phases of detoxification in okay. our bodies. So those cruciferous vegetables actually help with both phases of detox in our body. Oh, wow. So those are really good. So we eat a lot of those things just and not even um, in detoxification, not not only from um, substances, but yeah. just our bodies in general. You know, we're, we're having to filter through, you know, any kind of, you know, food additives that might be in there or just even things in our air and our environment. Yeah. So our bodies are constantly detoxifying yeah. whatever it is in our surroundings or anything that we put in our body. You know, right. if you drink soda, your body's detoxifying. Yeah. Oh, you're going to need to get rid of some of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you try to limit the soda for your kiddos or are they kind of like let them have yeah, it right now? We don't really keep soda in the house. Okay. We're not really. That's a yeah. way to do it. Just don't keep it in the house. Right? I used I, to be, but actually both Lindsay, my business partner and I, um, she was a Diet Coke drinker. I was a Diet Dr. Pepper drinker. And she, we, we broke up with soda. Yeah. So. <laughs> was that tough, by the way? Was it, it was. It really was. But then after a while, when I came, like, I was like, you know, like a really good, like, fountain diet Dr. Pepper sounds oh, amazing. So and good. I got one and I was like, this tastes like chemicals. It was terrible. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. not good. And that's I was so, like, good. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And never went back. I know. Yeah. People are so addicted to Dr. Pepper. I mean, you mentioned that. It's insane. People it like is. will get very moody if they don't have it. Uh-huh. It's like a drug in its own. It's because, caffeine, right? Yeah. Yes. I was going to say either, you know, if, if it's diet, then it's probably the caffeine. Um, if it's a regular, then that's sugar. Because a lot, a of, lot of times, again, the sugar is, you know, is that is that pleasure center? Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's giving you that euphoric effect that the, the drugs would. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so it is a big. So what if people are like, hey, well, okay, this all these this food and this bad food or whatever, and the drinks are, you know, making my dopamine's go off, and and I like it. So if I take it away, then I'm not going to be happy. What you know? So what? Living healthy does that you know incorporate with in terms of endorphins and serotonin as well oh, like for eventually sure yeah. yes because when you start to incorporate when you get your diet right and you're getting all of the nutrients that your body needs and all of those vitamins when you can kind of come back from those deficiencies then that's going to level out your you know your neurotransmitter levels yeah so it's that that's what re- that's what really helps you know when you get those phytonutrients yeah. those fruits those vegetables that can reduce inflammation reduce oxidative stress um those omega-3 fats that's another big one mm. um because that helps with our you know our our brain you know the membranes in our brain are made up a good portion of them from those omega-3 fats yeah. well if we don't have those then our brains are not functioning yeah, properly. Yeah. So therefore, you know, therefore that affects our mood. That affects, you know, all all of those things. Um, B vitamins, same thing. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people who struggle with addiction or alcoholism, you know, things like that, um, they're, they're, you know, they're deficient in B vitamins. Mm. Well, you know, when you're deficient in B vitamins, you know, your nerves are not firing. Your neurotransmitters are off. You know, it, it's it's kind of that whole that whole thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So. I, 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 so it, that, that makes perfect sense. And talking about like omega threes, chia seeds are those? Are, are they chia seeds? Am I saying chia, right? Yeah. Are those seeds. those are part of it? Because with that, um, and I don't know what your stance is on smoothies or like mm-hmm. making the. I started doing that in the morning for that's what I substitute that's what for, I drink for breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just walking on eggshells over here, <laughs> making sure that we're lined up here. You know, I don't judge. Um, I yeah, no judgment. I uh, I put uh, almond butter. Um, I always put like a scoop of protein in mine because um, I, I really incorporate the weight lifting. But again, like I reach a peak point and there's just like things I want to trim, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of like the fat and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, 
you know, I, and so I put the chia seeds in there with it. I put oats in there with it, and it's actually really good. It tastes good. And then fruits, yeah. the frozen fruits on uh-huh. top of that, and yeah. it tastes really, really good. Yeah. And like just changing my my uh, to breakfast. A lot of people don't eat breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, that's got to be big, right? You got to eat breakfast. It you, well, are, honestly, it no? kind of depends. Okay. Because um, you know, if you can fast through breakfast, and it, you know, it's. Again, it's kind of one of those things that's on a very individual basis. Now, for kiddos, whole different story. Kids absolutely need to have a good breakfast in the morning. For adults, you know, if we don't necessarily need the calories or if we're not, I mean, a lot of people are not real hungry in the morning. Yeah. Um, so that fasting period is okay. Yeah. But, you know, I'm usually hungry. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can't go that long. No, no. <laughs> so I'm having, Dude, I'm having my protein shake. <laughs> it's, it has to happen. I, uh, I'm, so when I wake up, I wake up every day. At about like, it's a weird time in the, in the middle of the night, two thirty-eight or something a.m. And I need to eat. It's weird. Like, and it's like I don't. I'm in a trance. I go to the fridge. I pick something up. So I need to like replace those with something more healthy. Cause like seriously, it's not good. I like. I like to put Reese's cups in the oh, in the freezer, and I like to get them really cold. And then I I just go chill with a handful of those, you know, uh-huh. and just scarf them on down. But. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a weird thing of mine, but it's like, do you think that eating in, on like t- in times like frames are important, like at certain times of the day and keeping that consistent? Or is it just about like, like if I sit down with you, do we, would we look at like my calorie intake? If I said, okay, you know, here's my goal. I want to, I want to gain 12 pounds, but I say like lean muscle, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> of course. And, and like, you're going to say, yeah, well, the gym is going to be a part of that you know, but also would we look at, oh, well, you're taking in this much calories, right? Your Mm -hmm. meals, we would change up what the meals probably look like. But like, is it, hey, 8 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 7, and don't eat past 9? Or is there any, is that into effect at all? Uh, Well, it honestly depends on your schedule, Mm -hmm. number one, because not all of us work like an 8 to 4.30 or a 9 to 5 job. So some people do shift work and that's a whole other ballgame. But yeah, absolutely. We're going to look at your schedule, your activity level, um, you know, and and what works with your lifestyle. Because, you know, if you've got stuff, you know, if you work out in the morning versus in the evening or if you've got kid activities or, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. And um, but I mean, in general, for I would say for the majority of people, you probably don't want to eat after your dinner meal. Yeah. So that's just because a lot of times those evening snacks are just are out of habit more than anything. Yeah. Or like the 238. It is. Yeah, no, it is. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's a habit. That's just your brain saying, oh, I'm awake. Yeah. Oh, I need food. I need food. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with being hungry. Right. You know, it's right. not like I'm starving or anything like that. I'm sure I ate plenty. Right. Um, yeah. So my ba- one of my tricks that I that I tell a lot of people is like a hot herbal tea in the evening. So you're not getting the caffeine. It's just herbal tea. Yeah. But that warm liquid, it just it makes you feel full. It's a little bit more exciting than water. It's like um yeah. So it's just kind of that like extra thing but you're not it doesn't add any calories. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so that can kind of keep a lot of people from the unnecessary snacking. Right. Right. So yeah, that's the snacking is a problem. Yeah, know? it's a problem um, for a lot of people. It's that's it's a hard habit to break. Yeah, it, yeah it's I I agree. I mean, I I fall victim to it. Yeah, I, and I, I've had several people just cutting out the the evening snacks alone. I've seen them drop weight, drop improve weight. their blood sugars. I mean, it's amazing just because Overall I mean, health. yeah, I mean that can cut out anywhere from like three hundred to a thousand calories. Yeah, you know, I mean, think about if you sit there and eat 
crackers or, you know, like you can consume a lot of calories in one sitting. Right. That's no joke. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So just off of the finger foods, Mm -hmm. you know, and the small things like that or like bowls of cereal, (laughs) you know, you know, I'm just thinking of all kinds of things I do that aren't healthy. And I'm wondering like, well, what could I do different? Well, I'm thinking here right now, talking with you, a lot of things. There's a lot of things that I could do. There's you know, a lot of things different. a lot of us could do, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, and I was, th- I think I was, I don't know, there was a statistic the other day with in terms of like obesity in the United States, mm-hmm. and it's bad. It's up there, you know? It's, um, it's not improving. Yeah, and I wonder what that is. Like, why is it, you know, in terms, of like in the United States, why is it so different? Like, is it because are we lazier here or, you know, I, I'm just interested in that whole, we run on convenience. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's honestly, it's, it's a big part of it. And for so long, like back in the nineties and early two thousands, it was, you know, fat's bad, fat's bad, fat's bad. So what did we do? We started eating a ton of carbs. Mm, yeah. And, that, so, and now we're like, and now that's terrible. Right? And so, but it, and it's not, and we didn't eat the healthy carbs. That was the problem. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that we were eating whole grains and fruits and starchy vegetables. It was that we were eating bread and right. cracker and just all those processed things. And so the obesity rate, as well as the rate of diabetes, I mean, diabetes is right along. Yeah. It's trending up along with the obesity rate. Yeah. And so we've kind of had to reevaluate and say, okay, so we, maybe we got that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, let's refocus and, you know, you know, increase our intake of protein and, and healthy fats um, and, you know, focus our carbohydrate intake on those healthier carbohydrates, right, right, not versus, the processed foods. Yeah. So it's like back to that balance. Yeah. Balance and just eating and just, you know, like clean eating. You know, I always tell people, if nothing else, eat clean. Just yeah. try to eat real food shop the perimeter of the grocery store this is what they ask you what do you do when you go in the grocery store yeah stay on shop the perimeter the, stay on the perimeter as much yeah. as possible yeah I was, <laughs> you know I, I started getting into salmon recently yeah oh, didn't know good. I liked that either like you know I'm trying some new things but I really like salmon and it's very easy uh-huh. uh, to cook so uh, I do that I eat a lot of chicken mm-hmm. I do like meat but I've cut out like I've cut out eating ribeyes and stuff a lot for whatever reason I don't know it's just, I don't know if it's because I'm in Austin or whatnot <laughs> because out here it's straight up what we eat all the time you know uh-huh. and you can't eating red meat every day is not it can't be that good you know if you ate a steak every day I don't know I feel like that would you know, it's a little it's, it's a little, a little right yeah you know what I mean I, it's it's just kind of like I don't know it's but weird. you know we're, we're from Texas and Oklahoma so yeah, like what are you gonna to, do? <laughs> right yeah it's just like ingrained, <laughs> yeah. in us. It's ingrained but in for, us. I mean variety you gotta yeah. you, you've got to have variety and and the salmon's awesome because it's so high in those omega-3 fats. So it's one of the healthiest fish you can eat. And it tastes good. And it's, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I good. always had this, like, fear. I don't like the things that taste fishy, mm-hmm. you know, so, like, I'll feel like I'll throw up or whatnot. But it's actually really good. <laughs> and H-E-B, I love H-E-B. Um, I, from where I am, we didn't have that. Like, so I'm, like, experiencing all kinds of new things. You can order your food online. Yeah. You know, like, and then you can go pick it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, like it's convenience thing, uh-huh. right? Oh, Maybe yeah. not the best thing in the world, but... You know, and try to make like less grocery, like less trips to the mm-hmm. grocery store. Like the less time I can be in there, the less I'm like, you know, even like brought into this whole advertisement world where I could be, you know, tempted and yeah. stuff like that. A grocery delivery is a game changer. Yeah. Do you use that? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Do, Not so, to have to drag kids to the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Wow. As a mom, <laughs> right. As a parent. Well, yeah. And then, you know, it's like. You just order everything on your phone. You're not looking around. You know, it's just kind of like you have a plan. You're sticking to it. And it, it has saved us. Well, saved me a ton of time. Yeah. Saves money. It comes to your door. I mean, right. like, why, why would Do you? <laughs> so for people out there who want to shop, do you make a list 
There's, you, do you keep inventory in your home of, of things? Mm-hmm. Is that like to make the, make it easier? A lot of people like they get very overwhelmed when it comes to shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll go into the grocery store without an idea, um, and they just like I don't even know what to do with myself. That's, and then they'll walk out, right? Or yeah. they'll get the convenient Taco Bell because it's it's just like they don't they really get overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, absolutely i think there's a meme for that too it's like i was so overwhelmed from the grocery store that you know i ordered a pizza i came up and ordered a pizza or something (laughs) just like yeah it's too easy but yeah if if you go in with a plan and that's and that's where the whole like meal planning comes into play because if you have a plan you have a game plan it's like i know that this week i'm going to make you know these four things i'm going to have enough for some leftovers and um if you have a game plan going into the grocery store yeah then it makes it a lot less stressful you know, it's not overwhelming and you're just getting what you need and you're getting out. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So we just have a couple more minutes um, left. So I wanted to say this, if someone's interested in what you do, mm-hmm. your services, and they can go on the website, what do yes. you, what do you suggest that they do? If they say they're just like, they're very new to it. They don't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to live more healthy and mm-hmm. they kind of just want to, you know, explore that. What do you, what yeah. do you suggest? That they so do? definitely, um, become nutritionwise.com. You can, like I said, you can book a free 15 minute discovery call where we can chat one-on-one, see if, you know, what, what's, what's going to be a good fit for you, yeah. whether it is like an online course, you know, we have the online courses, we're getting ready to start some group coaching. So that's going to be a, a, another one. So it's a little bit more individualized, but not necessarily like a one-on-one. But then, of course, we do have the one-on-one counseling and coaching available. Yeah. So there's a lot of different options. Um, and, of course, people can also follow us on follow us on social media yeah, yeah. Um, at become.nutrition.wise. So we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, so we post recipes, we post meal planning tips. There's, we're, you know, we yeah. post, we put a lot of information you on do. social yeah. media. Yeah. So, which is good because it's convenient. And yeah. I've seen you guys put that out there. So, which is, which is nice. And like you, y'all are very hands-on. And mm-hmm. so it's you, you know, typically y'all are the ones involved within the, within the post and what you're doing. So yeah. it's not like you're preaching about something and, and then putting it on someone else to do it. So oh, you're, yeah. you're doing we experiment. At, uh, we, we, yeah. we, we're, the, we're our own guinea pigs. So we test out yeah. new, new recipes or intermittent right. fasting or, you know, we're, we're trying on ourselves Yeah, <laughs> so right in the middle of it. And yeah. So do you like, is there a, will there be like a cookbook on the rise with some, Yes. So we're starting out with like seasonal recipe packs. So like right now we've got our fall um, recipe pack out. We're starting on the winter one. So, and eventually, yes, we want to compile those and do like the full on cookbook. Awesome. Awesome. So, and and you're working with people now, of course, and like that process is neat. So yeah, if if you guys out there want to know more, um, like she said, you can visit their website. And uh, I, I think it's just cool to be able to ask questions sometimes. You know, because oh, like definitely. a lot of us don't know a lot about it. And it seems like there's a lot of help out there and, and, mm-hmm. and resources. So your website offers that. Social media offers that. So, yeah. Great, great. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Oh, it was awesome. Is there is there anything else that you want to convey out to the people? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to a registered dietitian. Yeah. Yes, yeah, right. Say. Like for real, they exist <laughs> and the- they know what they're doing, yeah. you know, versus like, you know, don't freak yourself out and go on Google yeah. and follow oh. something you don't know what it is. It's like our right? biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Well, I read on Google. Right. Like, like are you? Yeah. Google's not a dietitian. Because <laughs> yeah, if you do that for your health reasons, you'll, you know, yeah, right? you How's that working dying. out for you? Right. Yeah. It's not good. I have all these problems, you know. So I appreciate you stopping by. So, hey, no, yeah. pro- no problem. I'll yeah. come, come down anytime. Right. It's super convenient. Maybe not to Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a little stretch. It's a lot of orange. A stretch. <laughs> so happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And thank you all for listening. Until next time, we'll see you later.